When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Creator's Outlet. Please subscribe, comment, and share as you're welcome to the spe- special guests, uh, the publisher of The Radiant Site, Mike Jimmy, and the writer of The Radiant Site, Martin Fisher. Welcome, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's a serious at this point. <laughs> How's it going, ladies? It's it's going. Uh, I got a I got a I got a thing to take care of uh, at the doctor's Wednesday. But. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Oh dear. Oh, be, nothing too serious. Hopefully not. The, I get the big gash behind my knee again. So, mm. oh, I'm, I'm getting some more stuff from one of my favorite movies. So that kind of put me up today. Ooh. From one of your favorite movies? Uh, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Some stuff that was used in the production of one of my favorite movies. Oh, oh very nice. Cool. Yeah, I always wanted to get stuff like that. Of course, my favorite movie is the 1966 Batman movie, and I was hoping for, uh, you know, Catwoman, but or the shark, or one of the bombs, or the helicopter. Uh, one one of the one of the bombs. Uh, I've actually I've actually ridden in uh, the Batcopter. My ex was um is an FX artist on like and and worked on movies and. One of the props that she had was an actual orc mask used in the Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, that, that would be awesome, yeah. but it's tough to tell whether I'm actually wearing the, that mask or not. So, <laughs> uh, well, no, 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 you'd have to put on the Joker. Well, I mean, this stuff's from Tron, and a lot oh, of that's, I love Tron. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is kind of 
hard to find. But um, luckily, someone I've been in touch with for a few months now just she says, "Oh, I found this. I found this. I get this. I get this." And then suddenly she goes, "I'm out. I've got no more. We're done." But like, okay, then I'll get an email saying, "Hey, you'll never guess what? I found something else." Like, oh, okay. Ooh. All right, here's my credit card. Just go ahead. Fine. <laughs> I would love to have one of those original Tron arcade upright games. Oh yeah, well you can always buy the new one that's coming out. Yeah, you know, as a as a substitute, it's got discs of Tron on it as well, and it's smaller. And it'll fit in your house. Oh, one of the one of the ones from the store from uh, department stores, the mini yeah. ones. Yeah, you know the ones that they've been doing for Star Wars and Turtles. And yeah, X -Men. yeah. yeah it's, uh, uh, I never liked any of the X Men arcade games. Um, I liked the. The Marvel versus Capcom, mm. the, the stand-up that was a lot of fun, um, and of course I I loved the sit-down. They they did uh, a few years back. They integrated and they re-released uh, the Star Wars arcade game as a, as a sit-down version in Ooh. in some uh, in some movie theaters. Uh, it was Ooh. of course five dollars to play, uh, so mm -hmm. I I played it once. Uh, <laughs> With my daughter screaming, look out for the Tom Trooper, look out for the Tom Trooper. <laughs> nice. We went through, I, I, took, I took her to see something. I go, it's the Star Wars game. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was quite, it was quite jealous. I think it was last year while the pandemic was hitting when a lot of those arcade machines, the new ones that were issued, were actually knocked down to about $50 at Walmart. So you can just go and like oh, buy wow. four, four four of them for two hundred bucks. Wow! Yeah, that's wow. That's, and that's that's absolutely insane. The, the problem yeah. the problem is uh, being being as tall as uh, some of us are, uh, Mike being all the much taller, uh, <laughs> those machines would wreak havoc on your back. <laughs> because yeah, that's fine. They're made for kids. Yeah, yeah, but you know. Get, get something to kneel down on. Take the hit. You know, it's not going to I can't. I can't even walk, dude. I can't take the hit. I'll be like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, like, okay. You know, we'll, um, and, we'll, that's fine. We'll put a hole in the ground and put the arcade machine in the hole so it's at the perfect height. <laughs> Hello, Harry. There's a solution if you want to find one. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could hack off you. We could hack you off down to the knees as well. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever works, whatever works. Oh, you know, just glue the, the feet back on. And just, just, yeah. you're, you're, you're just trying to tempt Brian from Aerith Saga to make me a dwarf. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I've got a beard and a funny hat you can use, so we're halfway there. Oh, cool. I mean, I got the beard already. I'm just a two-meter tall dwarf. Uh, I, yeah, but Mike, the problem is you'll never get rid of it. No. I'll never get rid of this, because it'll just... <laughs> It's just there to, to fake in my beard line because my neck is like big as a, big as a, an American football players. I'm like, oh, it's probably because I was bigger than I. At one point, I think I actually was being mistaken for uh, William Refrigerator Perry. Huh. Or at least I can't, at least I at least I would come in the same size box because well, I was, I was like almost say, I was almost six hundred pounds. Well, looking at you, it's really hard to tell that it's pair of you apart. <laughs> I know. Uh, his pasty white black skin gives it away, I guess. Absolutely. 
Anyway, I thought we were talking about romance comics. <laughs> oh, you mean Yeah. Or we can just talk about we can talk about Tron for the rest of the night. I won't be bored. <laughs> well, maybe Tron in wondering what would happen if uh, Bitna was in her dress and riding a light cycle. Um. Oh God. You would run into her. You wouldn't see it. You wouldn't be able to see the dress through a light cycle. You'd never be able to see it coming. Exactly. Well, you just wouldn't be able to see anything at all. It'd just be this glow, and it's like oh. here we go. <laughs> all romance comics should have beards. I, I believe Dory is talking to Mike. Hi, love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I, if someone in it, well, if there's romance, if there's beards in our romance comics, that's going in a whole new direction. That's mm -hmm. a totally new spin-off. Bear Force One. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll be calling it the bearded side instead of the radiant side. <laughs> no, it's extra hair. Oh, it just means you're looking at the wrong end, that's all. Mm. Um. <laughs> so, oh, man. what is going on with the campaign? I know Mike, as a publisher, no matter what, will fulfill everything. So it, it's not doing too great. We're only at 13 backers. Um, you know, I'm going to extend, but we're on the first 30 days and I'm at 15 days, you know, left on, on the campaign right now uh, before extension. So we got 45 days in total. But uh, honestly, it's, it's a lack of time to promote. You know, they're... Um, as much as I try to, as much as Martin tries to, like there's just not enough time in a day and my side job has been killing me. So on that mm -hmm. regard, it's just been a bad launch. Um, should be getting easier and, and, and quieter again. Um, and I can finally, you know, promote at, at, new, uh, at different places and, and uh, reach pro, pro podcasters and stuff. But it's it's slow going, but we're gonna make it happen, you know. And it, it's romance, so a lot of people are like mm, romance, you know. While mm. most other people are like, yeah, but we we need romance, you know. Where's the romance comics? Well, here you fucking go. Mm. Well, not hey, this is good stuff. How are you? Hopefully, you're having a good day. Well, not only that as well, the fact that it's K drama and you've got Squid Game enhancing. Yeah. K dramas, you know, people have watched Squid Game and gone, hmm, wonder what else is coming out of Korea. Maybe people will be more willing to give this type of uh, genre a chance because yeah. most K dramas are romance based and there's no getting away from yeah. that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I tried to watch one after I spoke to Martin the first time <laughs> and. Not for you. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> like, I gotta admit, it's not my thing either. But you know, I read my script. I it's still, good. I still love the art. It's just amazing. Yes. Thank you. We will yeah. talk to you soon. <laughs> hail, hail the gang! Yeah, yeah, the art, uh, yeah, the, the art is great. I mean, Arch is on page. I think he's finished nine. 18 or uh, 19 no, pages 18. now. 18. Yeah, um, so he's done 18 pages of it now, so he's motoring along. 
on getting that done. And uh, Color is Shannon and Ellen are trying to fit this around doing their their regular stuff as well, especially as they're doing quite a bit of Lego stuff. But, you know, even so, like, it's a slow-going pace, and, you know, we're paying them as they go. Um, I have no doubt we can finish this in January, which, you know, is, is when it's supposed to come out. And, yeah, they just deliver such beautiful work. Um, it's just incredible to do, you know, see a new creative team come to life and really do their thing, you know? Um, and, yeah, like, and that's the reason as well why I'm like, yeah, we're just going to publish this because I know it's going to be, I know it's going to hit a snare with a lot of people um, that I find on conventions, you know, and it will allow me to go to more anime-focused conventions where currently when they look at Lava Cora, go, ew, that's not anime. But when they see this, they're like, oh, my God. Why that's, I that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking. I think uh, um, the book itself might be, uh, as they say, a slow burn. But yeah. seeing seeing the photos from some of the conventions you've been attending, there's there's a lot of stuff similar oh, to yeah. this there. And there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of beautiful women there, too. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's a, uh, I think this would catch the eyes more of more of the ladies. The guys would be looking at it because the the art is spectacular. Um, but I think it would. I think this would sell very well at the tables that Mike sets up at a lot of these cons. Hmm. Well, um, normally I go to comic book fairs. You know that that's mm -hmm. where my the usual stuff that I have published so far really shines, you know, it's mm -hmm. the comic collectors, it's the, the guys that go for the comics. And what I found at anime conventions is that um, they don't really buy books. You know, they want no, to go for don't. trinkets and, and stuff like that. You know, they're 14, 15 year old uh, girls and, 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 and boys. And they're there to have a good time. And I can't blame them, you know, if they have a wonderful day, the more power to them. But as a retailer, yeah, that's not something that I can afford. But at, at comic book fairs, you know, you got the, the old guys coming by your table going, oh, that's a first print. It might be worth $50 in, in, in like 50 years. You know, I'll have this for my children. And yeah, this oh. is... But I, I did see one of one of the shows you did did have like a lot of uh, a lot of weeb stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, um, keep in mind like the the shows that I've been to the last month are were very small. They were uh, really creative focused, and um, there were some, there there are a lot of weeb creators, um, but yeah, that's not the main kind of uh, comic con that uh, happens in, in, in the Netherlands. So like th this was really an exception to the rule of fun. You know, I still sold a ton of love and Cora. We were in a library out of all places. So you have people coming for their books and be like, oh my God, it's an art fair. But um, yeah, there's, there's we, uh, weeb stuff. There was, you know, more European comics, more anime kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But yeah, like the, the normal ones I go to, they're, they're really more comic book fairs. Uh, Dutch Comic Con next week, uh, next month is um, just gigantic and it's everything, you know, it's, it's the, the, the bigger Comic Con idea that it's not about comics anymore, but you still sell a ton, doesn't matter what you sell. So, yeah. People just want to consume and get out of their house. I would have loved to see this uh, out for, you know, last month, but production hasn't been so fast. Um, I can't blame them. You know, they have to keep their heads up as well. And this has to be a side job, which, you know, because I can't afford to pay them. We can't afford to pay them more than they're currently getting. If we could, we would, but we can't. Yes. Sadly. You know, yeah, and, and still they're getting kind of a fair price, you know, but that's why we're doing it now. So, you know, we got a little bit of uh, extra to afford them um, and hopefully get a quicker production. If we don't, then it's going to come out in January. Mm -hmm. And we've got and we've got some good talent now. I mean, we've got, um, yeah. we've got this variant. We've got the variant cover done by uh, EJ, EJ Sue, who has worked for IDW on Transformers. He's done Godzilla as well. He's done uh, I think Astro Boy at some stage as well. Yeah. He's he's done plenty of stuff and you know there's his cover. And yeah, the quality, quality speaks for itself. Yeah. What he's done. So then, there's only going to be 50 made of these. So if you want one of them and you're like, dude, that looks awesome because it does. Um, yeah, there's only going to be 50 of them and they're going to be exclusive to this campaign. So it is very limited. 50 yes. copies come hella high water. Yeah. And, and we've got an extremely cool person who's done the, the voiceover as well for the trailer. Yeah, we have we have got um, Vanessa Marshall, who's well known for doing uh, the character of Hera on Star Wars Rebels, and uh, I believe forgetting it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think in in the past she's done uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Young Justice. I think recently she did uh, Star Trek Lower Decks as well. She's an amazing person, an amazing actress, actor, and I'm so happy that uh, she could do this for us. Yeah, no, seriously, that you know people, man. <laughs> he he might have a Star Wars connection somewhere. Yeah, no, definitely, possibly. I, yeah, I I can't imagine where, but you know, well, you know. Just and that topic of conversation is a perfect segue to actually play the trailer. Yeah, that it is. The city of prosperity. Riches for some. But for the masses, scraping by is all they can do. Meet Bitnot. It's a hard life with an even harder reality. 
living in the roughest part of town, it looks impossible to make it big. But maybe she will find it in a simple dress. The Radiant Sight, a new romance story by Martin Fisher. Now on Indiegogo. Man, I love that voice. Yay, Vanessa. Yay. <laughs> Wonderful. One, one of the nicest people ever. I cannot stress that. Of course, I want to highlight the featured tier. Which is by EJ Sue. Oh, yes. yes. And and EJ is also doing uh, some art sketches as well. Yes, he is. So this the um, uh, the featured the featured tier is the the limited fifty yes. uh, variant cover by EG Sue. Uh, it's fifteen euros or seventeen USD, uh, and all books are of course uh, UK sized, right? Mm, they're gonna be A five. A five, okay. Uh, that would be what to me. Um, just under UK, just under UK. So somewhere between uh, Western and UK size. So yeah. slightly, slightly oversized. No, no, no. It's it's um, it's half an A4, so half the UK size. Uh, okay. I should have a book to show somewhere. Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, is this A5? No, that's even smaller. This is A5. So, uh, to show you, it's half an A4. There you go. Oh, okay. I, I got it now. Yeah. Like square bound, uh, almost almost a manga size. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, just bigger than a manga size. Like just it's, a, um, a little a bit over pocket, here. A manga pocket is just like an inch smaller. So this is, you know, it's, it's going to be a ni nice... Uh, Easy to hold book. Yeah, my daughter just got something like that the other day from the store. Close, close yeah. to that size. Get this one as well, then. <laughs> oh, she would love it, I'm sure. She mm. is so picky on anything. <laughs> I'd have to show it to her and be like, would you be interested yeah. in reading this? And if she would, it'd be like, Okay, uh, if I buy it now, it'll be out sometime in January. She'd be like, "Huh? Okay, I guess." Yeah. Kids. Go on, you can go on, Dad. You can do it. <laughs> uh, the digital copy is three euros or three USD. If you live someplace like, oh, I don't know, Australia, where nothing you can get in and out of. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then there is the physical copy, 10 euros or, or 12 USD. Or you can get two copies. Yeah, for a little discount. Mm. For, for, for a discount of 18 euros for two or 21 for two uh, USD. Uh, there is a retailer perk, number one. Uh, 10 copies. 10 copies for 30 euros or 35 USD. Uh, 
that is uh, a huge bargain right there. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, we want to get this book out to people. So we already got one claimed. So that was awesome. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and we have a an A four commission by MJ De Bruyne. Oh, that's you. AKA me. <laughs> I'm not used to seeing his initials looking like Michael Jackson. So that, 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 that's his artist name. Oh no 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 no! My 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 uh, artist nickname is Lorsha MJB. Yeah, that's how you sign everything, right? Yeah. And so then you, you can get an A4 commission by EJ Sue as well. Yes, so you can get a commission from from Mike or EG EJ EJ EJ. I, I just ran out of coffee. Uh, can you tell? Uh, Mike's commission yeah, is sixty euros or six. 69 USD and EJ's is 80 euros or 92 USD. And we mm. do have some. There's the, the look of the book. Mm -hmm. And EJ's variant cover limited to 50, That's 48 left. Yeah. And our main characters and our beautiful preview pages that look. Terrific! Yeah, they rock. So I love, I I love this panel right here where she just yes. with the bat. I'm like, that's the reason I don't let my daughter have a bat because she would probably laugh. <laughs> you might want to take that bit out of the book then when you get it. Yeah, or put a censored <laughs> sticker in front of it or something. <laughs> Just bleep. <laughs> yeah, bleep. Dead warning. Do not imitate. So there's some samples of, of Mike's work. His, uh, his killer uh, fan art commission for the Incantessi. That was fun. And this one I don't know. Uh, that is a mummy commission uh, for the Sisterhood series by Richard Boom. Oh, cool. And this is some of EJ's work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, he's yeah. good. I've got some of his uh, original Transformers pages, and uh, they're is not. Even... The, is that Guyver on the left? Might be. I, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I the, don't know. <laughs> no. uh, the, the, the guy, the one on the right is, uh, is like a samurai edition of a Transformer called Cyclonus. Oh, Ooh. nice. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I just, I just like samurais, so I'm like, it doesn't matter. Well, there you go. This is, this is the one for you. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna need your credit card, Martin. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't have any money. Well, I've already yeah. spent it on Tron stuff and uh, colorists, so I'm a bit maxed out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel you. Um, and you can add on. Uh, all four current issues of Life on Core for eight euros you as a digital tier. This is the time to grab. Is this this is digital, right? No, tradition. Uh, those are physical. Physical copies for eight euros. Wow. Yeah. Um, all the back issues I put on eight euros. So um, the the currently crowdfunding one is uh, is always ten euros, and then the back issues are eight. So what's uh, eight euros to uh, USD? 
Um, around ten dollars. Ten bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes that makes sense. We keep printing money uselessly, and uh, the value of the dollar goes down. <laughs> Go figure. Well, thank, you. well, thank you very much. Keep it up. Keep up if you're not convinced yet, keep in mind that we're using critical blast again, so shipping is only eight uh, eight euros as well. So just about ten dollars. Uh, yeah, what that means is everybody else will be able to show off their books before me because Critical Blast is on the West Coast. So I get mine last. I, I know I'm I know I'm a day or so away when I see Pops open up a package, but yeah. I signed I signed up for the uh, post office notification. So far, they they have sent me uh, nine emails today, all telling me that my package will be here tomorrow because it's a Ooh. holiday here, so the post office is closed. I'm like, wow. I know, you, I know your computer system is up and running. I don't care. Stop texting me. <laughs> what, what what holiday is it today? Uh, over here, it's Columbus Day. Oh, really? Oh, I have no idea. Or, oh. or as uh, our liberal friends on the West Coast would call it, Indigenous Peoples Day. Okay, fair enough. The uh, we have to we have to reimagine history. No, you don't have to imagine anything. It actually happened. It's right there. Yeah. Good and bad. Don't worry about it. Uh, so we, we meet the team here, which of course is Martin. Uh, uh, the artist is, is Roka is a freelance artist, mainly working on manga style comics. Good for him. They sell more and, <laughs> and art commissions to provide for his pack of cats. He loves yeah, reading I, I I see webtoons. In February 2021, he was asked by Mike Jimmy to do the art for the Radiant Sites. Where I noticed I made him misspell. Fuck. Okay. And then, and then we have. Uh, <laughs> okay, Martin's going to have to do this name, or or Mike. Uh, I got Yannick, but I can't. I can't yeah, even. Well, yeah, well, Yannick, Yannick. We, we, Yannick, we're not quite Yannick. sure either. Okay, so yeah. uh, we'll just leave it at Yannick L. <laughs> Uh, was born and raised in South Germany and is a comic colorist and illustrator with a longtime passion for movies, video games, comics, manga, and well-written stories in general, especially in the fantasy genre. Well, bachelor's studies started coloring comics for the Lego Star Wars magazine. Hmm. Which I write. Connection. Uh, and the Power magazine. Since 2020, he's also worked on Lego Avengers comics, as well as Lego Ninja Go comic. Nin Ninjago. Ninjago. Oh, I am sorry. Honestly, I have no don't, idea what that is. Don't, like. don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit me, Mitha! <laughs> don't hurt me! Hit you with my sock. <laughs> uh, and pre attached to it is previous publications by Ferries and Ents available yeah, here. You just, you, you just click the link and you can go and you can check out Life and Cora, My Cup of Tea, Over a Coffee Anthology, Infinite, Infinite Demon Guardian, Guardian, The Demon yeah. Named Mike. Well, that um, sounds like a self-insert. Uh, um, <laughs> flying words. And his beard name, and not to mention and his beard named Ben. Yeah. Uh, will you be adding beard products to your uh, website anytime soon? Uh, yeah, no. Okay. Oh, go on. I don't shave enough in order to make them. Well, oh, come on. Beard, beard products aren't just for shaving. They're for 
grooming. Grooming. Out, Here we go. Outering, I, you know, highlighting. I, I, I knew there was a word somewhere. I just couldn't remember what the hell it was. <laughs> Come on. That's like a whole book on its own. You know, Mike the beard yeah. groomer. It's just like Mike, his comb, his ribbons, and some and uh, some coloring shampoo. Uh, shampoo. Lavin Color 5 is coming, Doris. Working on it real hard. There you go. Oh, there we go. Oh. Will there be more plushies this time? Uh, there will be the Utsi plushie at least. Um, and um, if we do really well, then I'm going to add my second plushie, of course. They seem to be gaining uh, popularity as we go in the... Uh, yeah, in the It's like, oh no, they're bringing, they're bringing back... Uh, what were they called? Beanie Babies. <laughs> like, ah. they're, bring, they're bringing back Beanie Babies. Next thing we know, 2022. What's the hottest thing? Uh, we're going to call them Pogs. Oh, dear. yeah. Yeah. Because, because all the challenge coins are getting bigger and heavier. It's like, so we've already got a slammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the last challenge coin I got was from uh, Matt Knowles and Steph Cannon's... Uh, series and uh the uh the challenge coin i have coming from mavericks is even bigger oh uh because ah. when when freak girl kept dropping it during a stream uh it sounded like if somebody's foot was underneath there they might have a broken toe <laughs> i'm looking forward to getting a mavericks package man oh my god i saw the box holy yeah. crap I know. I, I kept I kept making fun of him because he said he could put everybody's box inside his box. I'm like, sounds like you spent too much time in a prison shower, lad. <laughs> nice. Ah, but well, before we get to life four or five, we're gonna do this comic first. We're gonna yes, th this will come out first. So you're looking at fulfilling this in January. Yes. And LOC five will start launch phases in February. Uh, no, it's going to launch in January. It's going to launch in January? So, while this is fulfilling, we're going to launch Life of Core 5. And, uh, yeah, so you're, you're, you're going to get them all printed. You're going to pack them up like you did LOC 4, ship them all to RJ over at Critical Blast for the, for the yep. U.S. people, and uh, they'll be on their way, and you'll be, you'll be, uh, you'll be pumping the LOC five mailing list and uh, mm -hmm. getting ready to to launch on a channel and and go from there. Yeah, exactly. Like we're, um, I want to get Love and Cora penciled and inked by the end of November. Um, so I'm at one third underway. Um, and it's my and story. This one is my story. Yeah, it's his story again, just like Love and Cora three. Um, oh, you're writing LOC five. Yeah. Oh, I did it. I, I wrote it a while ago. Actually, it, it was done quite. Yeah. I know. I, I remember at some point Mike Mike saying that he's got like almost like twelve issues, you know, completely written. They just have to be, you know, the art yeah. just has to be done. Pretty kind much. Of, yeah, kind of. I mean, there's at least plans for that. Yeah. Like you know? there, there is so much material for me to work on right now. It's incredible. Mm. And yeah, yeah, and, and, and not including writing beast, <laughs> and, and and of course that doesn't include getting the other five issues of this series done, 
to have the whole story completed. So you're gonna you're gonna go back and you're gonna go back and forth between LLC and and Radiant. Do you have anything else yeah. in the pipe? Uh, I actually have a um, graphic novel pitch that uh, I'm gonna be working on with my writer for Life and Cora Four, Kimberly Kovac. Um, that she's currently working on as well. So that's something for the future as well. But the Radiant site is going to have, like, I think, uh, a publication every half year. So maybe, maybe even once a year, depending on, you know, how finances go. Um, but since Love and Cora is just me pushing out pages and Aristine doing her magic, um, and me paying out of my own pocket for that anyway. Um, yeah, like that is supposed to be kind of uh, bi-monthly series in any case. And, yeah, it can, it can uh, only move as fast as you can draw it. I could draw yeah. faster if it wasn't for my side job. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, we're but, you know, the real, the, real, the real world gets in the way of comics all the time. It does, it does. Yeah, so it's, uh, I'm also helping out financially and getting in some ways and getting the Radiant site out there as well. I'm putting in my own yeah. money, digging deep into the pocket and going, hey, I'm off. Hey, look, a dollar. Okay, that'll do. Yeah, pretty much. Welcome to my life. I've been doing this for five years now. Yeah, oh, it's, it's joyful, especially when you see the, the stuff that comes in afterwards. You're going, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Don't we it we need people time. to come and support the book. Please come and support the book. Make it, it It takes time. It takes effort. It takes money. But it's totally worth it for us. And that's why we're doing it. And we're just going to keep doing it no matter what. Because we're not working for today. We're working for tomorrow. One day yeah. we'll have to do a stream uh, getting people to get behind everything. So Martin can buy more more movie memorabilia from Tron <laughs> and Star Wars and everything. No, no. Please help me to be able to buy more. No, that's why I have a day job as well, as well as Mike. But now uh, I generally just collect the, the Tron stuff because it's just so much harder to find than any, almost mm. anything else out there. When it kind of comes up, it's like, oh, it's a gem. You know, it must be mine. Give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah. I, I haven't and, encountered a lot of Tron stuff recently. You have or you haven't? I have not. Uh, the last person I saw that had any Tron stuff and he doesn't sell anything is uh, is Rylan Grant. Okay. Mm. I mean, what kind of stuff are we talking about? I just remember seeing some Tron stuff that he had posted in, in one of his stories probably like last year or something but he mm -hmm. goes on he goes on tirades but he's a he's a screenwriter in Hollywood and mm -hmm. uh, came to the comic book world uh, a few years ago now and has been blowing up because every time he brought a new screenplay to somebody he was well is it about a comic book because we need those yeah. comic book IPs because nothing else sells. Because no, you're just not producing anything else. You're making comic book products and really bad remakes of classic movies and TV yeah. shows because you're lazy. Uh, so 
he's been doing that. His recent one, uh, which I had the first issue for, sadly it got mangled in uh, mailing, but it's just a, it's just a reader copy. Is uh, Suicide Jockeys, uh, and he he's he's got like three or four series that are always going. Like he alternates between you know Indiegogo and Kickstarter. So he's got he's got like four series going constantly. But th th so, this is why this is why I would encourage people to give more Korean dramas a chance, you know, because there are yeah. ones out there that are not romance based. So I've watched a few of them and they're extremely well made. And they are different than what you will get in the UK or get in the US. But I think that they're worth your time. As long as you're fine you don't mind reading subtitles you you should give it a chance you should definitely give them a chance because you, you've got nothing to lose by trying it yeah. you know watch watch squid gamers it seems to be the one that everyone's kind of latching on to right now yeah it but, is you know i'm i've watched nearly 70 korean dramas and there's a ton more out there and you know this story of the radiant site is influenced by them because of the the way that the story is told it's the style of it so people should definitely give korean dramas a, another look if they or give it a chance if they have not done before it's something different and people nowadays need things that are different yeah like open your minds allow different things you know um I know ro like romance comics are not a thing anymore, at least in, in the Western market. But keep in mind that Kirby started with romance comics. You know, keep in mind that um, just because superheroes were pushed down our throats for years, that there is way more out there. Currently, I have a uh, modern fantasy uh romance that i picked up like only two weeks ago and it's awesome you know and um what do you have to lose you know give your give it five yeah. minutes see if you like it you know i mean some of some of the ideas that they present uh i just never seen in the western world uh, one of the the better ones i've seen is a romance drama but it's about a lady who has a condition which turns her into a totally different person once a month for a, a week before reverting back to her normal self. Huh. You, you know, I've Talk never heard you. anything like that in no. the UK or America. <laughs> and it was so well done. And just the premise itself is just mind-boggling. You just think of the endless possibility that you could do with just that simple premise. Yeah. Now, so is Squid Game uh, a thing on Netflix? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been on there for about two weeks now, and it's probably the most popular watched thing in the world, I would guess. Yeah, streaming, it's, it's streaming movies. I, of course, have not seen it because I refuse to give Netflix any of my money. Uh, <laughs> but I did find a trailer for it. Hmm. Well, what you got to keep in mind as well is that, like, um, just because you're not used to something doesn't mean it's bad. You know, 
And a lot of people forget that, like they will pass on it just because it's not something they expect. You know, they don't expect a manga style to be shown on Indiegogo. They don't expect to, to be an actual romance, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and um, I'm afraid like this would probably do better on Kickstarter. So we're going to do a Kickstarter as well, of course. Um, but yeah, the, the kind of uh, setting that uh, Martin made is, is pretty classic. Um, but on the other hand, with the way that he's building the story and, you know, I've read most of the script, I at least edited one, I'm not sure if I did two, three or through six, but, um, there, there's a lot going here and, you know, Martin is a quality writer. You've seen the love of quarter three, you're going to see it again in love of quarter five. Um, and he just jumps between uh whatchamacallit between genres like it's nothing and it's incredible honestly and you know he writes like a madman and what comes out is awesome you know i'm I mean, really glad i got him on board i mean what was i doing today today i submitted a lego revision and uh mike you remember that web tune that i showed you the concept art for recently yeah. yeah well i was planning out some more stories of that and i'm now up to uh 62 chapters planned nice for that and that's gonna stop at 100 that's gonna finish the story and there is a there's already an ending planned for that but getting nice. to the, get the 62 today was a bit of a milestone because there was a, a particular plot element that was kind of brewing in the back of my mind for a long time. And I wasn't quite sure when I was going to get to it. And then finally that moment, it got to it today. And it was like, oh, okay, I've, I've rolled and I've, I've got a strike. It's finally down on paper. So it's not brewing in the back of my head anymore. But now I'm thinking, okay... Now I've got to get to that ending. Now I've got to figure out the rest of that. Yeah. Before I can relate. Because uh, uh, <laughs> I've got two scripts written as well, but then obviously there's all the, the other ones that have still got to come for it as well, and there's more art to do. Yeah. Can't wait to show that to people when there's actually some stuff to show. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Did you find an artist yet? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a lot of, there's a lot of planning. And also, uh, I might want to translate it into a couple of languages as well and put it out there a bit more. Yeah. See, he's a writing beast. Planning and execution, the two biggest things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a long story in mind, it certainly helps to kind of plan as much of it ahead of time as possible so you can make all the links in the story and make the whole film oh, come yeah. full circle when you end it. Which is exactly what I did on this thing. You know, it's structured yeah. structured very deliberately the way it is so that uh, certain things kind of flash back and come forward and everything links together and makes sense by the time you read at the end of issue six. Yeah, you gotta, you got to plot out your beginning, middle, and end, end game so you can fill in yeah. all the pieces. Yeah, I mean, to, to me, it works better that way because then when you are writing the script, you can 
refer back to stuff and you can drop in lines and drop in hints and you can have characters throwing lines back at another character who may have told them about it right at the start of the story and that's just how you get get the characters to work and, and what you're going to keep in mind as well like if you want to make a longer set story you know be able to do smaller things as well like Martin is perfectly able to do a 32-page story for Love and Cora, but I've seen his even shorter stuff for uh, the Lego magazines. And as, as a beginning writer, I highly suggest you start smaller and smaller and smaller. Be able mm. to create a beginning, middle, end first before you move on to, you know, the magnum opus, because it doesn't matter what kind of thing you're doing with it, um, whether it's a webtoon or a graphic novel or, you know, a, a, a series, um, a comic series, you got to have your everything set out and you can fiddle in the middle, but the beginning and, and ending should be coherent. And from that, the middle should flow, not the other way around. Yeah, even it helps to, uh, it, even it doing short really stories fit. that I've been working on, it's you know it's the same it's the same way, and you know trying to figure out page count and everything else is yeah. just you know. Yeah, you've always got you always got to bear in mind just how many pages you have to work with, and that also helps in planning yes. the story. Definitely helps to know what yeah, what you have and what your limitations are, and then kind of think, oh, what can I fit into this dare to limit yourself you're most creative when you're limited i mean when i started writing comic stuff i started out with 10 page stories yeah. you know because you've got you got to start from a point and i started just getting short stories published in anthologies because you just want to yeah. get that stuff out there and it does help to limit yourself and then build yourself up and just get going that way yeah baby steps mm -hmm. exactly yeah Unless you, Which is you know, all I'm capable of making, uh, and I have to use a walker for that. But <laughs> <laughs> doesn't you know. matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. Every little step eventually makes a big one. Mm -hmm. You know that that's why Life in Coral One was 22 pages as well because I had to go up, you know, go up the step. I had never created a comic before, so yeah, like I had to finish it and be able to move on and be like, okay, and now I can take on bigger things because I know what the smaller one felt like. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not an easy road, but you're, uh, you're doing it quite well, sir. <laughs> sir, well, you, you learn things we're uh, trying. as you go. Yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely yeah. trying and we, we hopefully will succeed. You know, and, and what you got to keep in mind, too, is that nobody knows what they're doing. So you might as well not know what you're doing as well. Just stumble oh, ahead. Oh, kind of like on prom night. Yeah, exactly. Stumble <laughs> ahead, way too many beers, and, and enjoy yourself doing it. Yeah, just don't, get just, don't fall in, yeah, just don't fall in the punch and break down yeah. stupidly and get it caught on camera. You know, then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't invite some angry girl named Christine to the party. Ah. <laughs> hey, Christine. Oh my gosh. Just, 
Just don't hurt us, please. <laughs> so we have 15 days left. Uh, then you're uh, you're planning on extending. Yes. And then you're you're going to follow up with a, a Kickstarter as well. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do a Kickstarter. I think it would do a lot better there. I still would like to make this goal uh, of $1,387 or 1,200 euros um, because then we can go in the amount. And yeah, that would help us a lot. Um, and either way, we're just going to make this comic happen. Uh, mm -hmm. And if it doesn't make it, then, well, you'll see us in issue two. And we'll show you that we're serious about what we're doing. As is she. Hello, Sean. Mm -hmm. Give us money or the cat gets it. And by gets it, he means uh, our you know, food. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, food in a, is yeah, a man speaking, be. yes. Hello, like, big calico. <laughs> it's like you pet me once, shame on me. You pet me twice, shame on you. You pick me up, you, you, shame you on pet everyone. Me three times and I'll, and I'll shite on you. Oh no, even worse on people. Dogs are more likely to, but one second, yeah, guys. Guys, um, guys, we share the link. Um, we really want to make this happen, um, and this is just our first venture into, um, yeah, make, making this a thing, you know, and, and making Fairies and Ends an actual publishing house. This is just a stepping stone mm. to getting even more stuff out. We uh, I on, want, I, I this, want to expand. And on this day of all days, we are like Columbus discovering the new world. <laughs> or a magical so, dress in this case. So please check this out. The uh, the link is in the chat in in seconds, and it is also in the show notes, either up above or down below, depending on where you are watching us. And uh, please consider uh, backing this project with this beautiful artwork uh if if even if it's something you're not into even if you tried to watch squid game and you're like yeah not my thing um buy it for the art damn it um, and let's be honest just because one of them wasn't your thing there's still more to be found mm. oh yeah there's there's lots more uh but uh Right now we're gonna cut these guys loose. Uh, I have to. Uh, I actually have to uh, do something. Uh, my daughter is getting ready to leave, so I just have to uh, say goodbye and everything. So. Um, yeah, I gotta head off to bed. Yeah, it's yeah. late over there. We're gonna we're gonna head off this episode. Uh, please back the Radiant Site issue one on Indiegogo today. Do you know you want? Stay awesome, lovelies. See you Gentlemen, next time. thank you for joining me, and we will see you next Anytime, time. Anytime, Will. You are awesome. Bye. Bye bye. bye.